0: good if- afternoon <laughs> almost called it um, today we're talking about attitudes and we've we've been going through a series on sunday nights Sunday evenings where we've been talking about attitudes because they're so important right they drive who we are they are who we really are um, we may show something on the outside but our attitude who we are on the inside really reflects who we are and god sees through the facade that we show up on the on the outside doesn't he in fact, when uh, he was picking the next king of Israel, he said that God looks not on the outward appearance of man, but on the inward, right? And so he knows what and who we are on the inside, and so we need to do an awful lot of work on who we are on the inside. Sometimes we um, we paint the pig, I guess, he put earrings and and uh, make the pig pretty, but it's still a pig, right? Uh, we need to be working on what's going on the on the inside of us, and so I've been trying to think through this series as far as what we should be talking about and what attitudes do we struggle with maybe Uh, some of the things that maybe we don't pay as much attention to that that we should Uh, so tonight I wanted to think just for a little while about, about thankfulness if you flip to any one of the letters in the New Testament especially the ones that Paul writes but really any of the New Testament letters, what you're going to find is a pretty normal um, way that these guys wrote letters. All Christians in the first century had a, um, a summary, a way, an outline that they used to write letters. And Paul follows that outline. Usually it's a salutation. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm writing this letter to you. And then he would enter into a period of thanks. Let me show that to you. That's in... well. Like I said, you could pick anyone, but just for example, let's start with Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1, starting in verse 3. And In verse 1, Paul tells you who's writing this letter, Tim and Timothy, and they're servants of Jesus. And then they tell you who they're writing this letter to in case he gets lost. It's going to Philippi, uh, and, and they want the elders and the, the deacons to read this letter too. And then they, they invite them to have grace and peace that only comes through Jesus. But then in this next little section, starting in verse 3, he talks about... Uh, something that he's going to talk about in just about every New Testament letter that we skip over very quickly. We run through this section of it very quickly. um, And and we need to stop and pay attention to what he actually says. And So let's do that just for a few minutes tonight. Philippians 1, verse 3. Paul says, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always, in every prayer of mine, for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. What, what's, he, what's, he, what's, he, what's his attitude there? Well, it's one of gratitude, isn't it? It's one of thankfulness. Uh, in fact, he says, every time I think about you, I'm grateful for you. And he's going to say that to just about every church he talks to. Even the Corinthian church, right? He's going to have a variety of problems with them. Some of them don't even think that he's a real apostle. But every time he thinks about them, he's grateful for them. We need to think more about thankfulness. It's one of the things that we allow to slip through the cracks. How many of us are good at gratitude? It's difficult, isn't it? It's one of those things that we forget to do. We forget to be this thing, this thing. We forget to be grateful, don't we? It's difficult. But I think it's necessary because we're missing some things, some big things, that we might otherwise be benefited from. If you look in the New Testament as you follow each one of uh, the the writer's thoughts here, I want you to go back through this week and just read them all. Read, read every one of them. Read through um, the, the Romans and 1 Corinthians and Philippians and read through all of them. Find every instance where in the beginning of the letter the writer gives thanks for his audience. And I want you looking for a specific thing. He's always thankful for their spiritual condition. He's always thankful that they're, they're working, that they're active, that they're remembering him, that they're doing spiritual things. Almost never does he focus on something that's physical. It's just—it's not where his attention is drawn to. He's thankful for their spiritual growth, that they're doing something, that they're changing, that the transformation that is necessary inside of Jesus is happening to this people, or he will have run in vain. That's what he says in Philippians uh, chapter two, verses fourteen through seventeen. What Gary read for you this afternoon. Paul does not want this his work to be useless. He wants to see fruit from it, and that they're growing is the fruit that he needs to see, that he wants to see, and he is thankful for that. If you flip back over to Daniel, you'll find more gratefulness, more thankfulness in the book of Daniel, which is an odd place for it to be, isn't it? Gratefulness and gratitude, thankfulness, you wouldn't expect to find it in in the prophet Daniel, maybe. But there it is, on full display. Daniel is... uh, one of the prophets that is during the exile the babylonians have come in and they have carded him along with a great many other of the jews off into exile And so you would expect to find him and all the other jews murmuring maybe i think that's the translation in philippians 2 grumbling complaining you would expect them to, to have hard feelings that's not what happens listen to what happens in Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Daniel 6 verse 10. Listen to what Daniel prays for. While he's in exile. He's a slave. Listen to what he's praying. Daniel 6 verse 10. When Daniel knew that the document had been signed. This is the document that <clears throat> says that anyone who uh, prays to any god other than Darius. Darius will be thrown into the lion's den. That document, when that document has been signed, when Daniel knew that that document had been signed, he went to his house where he had windows in his upper chamber open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks. What's he got to be thankful for? Right? His people... Are in exile. Put yourself in Daniel's shoes for just a minute. This is a pretty dark time in Israel's history. Historically this is the darkest time in Israel's history where they think that God has betrayed them. God has completely left them alone. That's not true but that's what they think. Uh, And Daniel knows different. Apparently he is. This is his practice. This is not